let's do it. It's Corked Stats, powered by the Mayo Media Net here on YouTube and presented by Jock Market. Download the Daily Fantasy app for free. Use the promo code MMN for free. They're going to match the first 100 bucks for free. And if it's free, it's for me. We are you know, taking these last opportunities to make money in the MLB jock market before the real fun begins with football. I think if you thought the game and our style lends itself to making money in baseball, just wait until football when we start taking advantage of all the donkeys out there. Yeah, y'all. It's the big dude with the big mouth from the Big Apple, Big Johnny Stud, coming to you worldwide from Brooklyn, as always, coming out the chair, as always, represented Mayo Media Net, as always. Rate, review, and subscribe to the audio-only pod. And in just a few minutes, I'm going to ask for a cartoon finger. We are down to the last five days. I have that many fingers on just one hand five shows left in this wonderful cork stat season 2022 and i really hope everyone had not just a great time and not just made some money but learned a ton not just about baseball but also about life application paying premiums value assessment really everything bucking trends creating sustainable strategy sticking to methodology just all of the things that we do me and you the cork stats crew man i'm gonna miss this so bad when i'm gone but remember we'll be making the quick whoop, whoop, the quick pivot right over to the mayo media mix starring me coming at you three days a week it sounds like game day Monday, game day Thursday, and then either Friday or Saturday. I'm going to come up with something great for the big weekend slate. Come on, you know how I do it. If they just give me the opportunity, just like Patty did, I'm going to do it again. 115 off the crack of the bat, spiking the ball in the end zone. If you're appreciating all the stuff you do, man, please tag my dude, Patty Mayo, and thank him for giving me the opportunity to bring you this, the fastest show in MLB. Absolutely anywhere, man. If you're unfamiliar, you follow my work on Twitter at MLB, moving AVG on the Bird app, yo. Then you can hop on over to Patreon, but don't worry, it's not Patreon, it's free Tron for you and me, Tron, bringing the heat every single day, starting pitcher sheet, implied team totals, running the algo, player ranks, just the whole kit and caboodle, enchilada, or whatever you're into. I don't know what, I know the big question's been, what's going to happen come next Thursday when we make the pivot? Well, I'll be in Disney World, you know, unplugging from these ridiculous 23-hour days I've been putting in nonstop, but I wouldn't have it any other way. But as far as the baseball show goes, I don't know anybody in the you know anybody in the mood to pick up a slightly used baseball show. I don't know. Enough of that. We need more of this. Let's do the three pills of profit. As always, we're gonna finish strong. As always, baby. Daily DFS jock market, of course. The overlay into total base props, really the kind of granular laser-focused analysis that I love to bring because I've really become a bit of a pitching specialist, I guess. I just keep getting deeper and deeper into these wormholes and no one else seems to be digging with me i kind of pop up and i'm like oh, i'm all alone oh, here we go man then we're going to jump over to fantasy today's the big waiver ad show it's really important if you're trying to close out strong to be on this tuesday and wednesday we mine the leaderboard thursday we're applying it giving you ads at 10 12 and 15 team leagues and then a couple of bets which we starting to get going again amen to that although who let us down the cardinals let us down yesterday what a joke Man, I can't believe we didn't get to uh, the Rook for the Cubs. That was the big letdown. You know, Mikolas giving up a couple here and there is what it's going to be. You know, he's not the big swing and miss strikeout guy, but I really thought they'd get it done. The Cardinals so good hitting right-handed pitching. All right, let's do it. It's the 8-25 stack attack. We're going to run it back and stay in the black because 
That's what we do. Brought to you by Jock Market. Give me those fighting fills. Again, if you're following the model, I know a few people, I don't want to say they don't tell me, like they ignore me, but they're really into the implied team totals. They're really into the model. And I, I listen, I didn't build, just build it for nothing. I recommend everybody use it, even as a research tool. You don't have to follow anything. Put mine up against yours. You may see something. That's what people are, you know, doing and I'm learning a lot about is people using my work to validate their own, which is fantastic. Philadelphia was the big ring there. They were top on the implied team total. And of course, they went nuts. They're going after Justin Dunn today off the IL. The only 13 innings, 6, in, six ERA, 1, 7 whip, 1,000 OPS. The problem with him has always been way too many walks. 10 strikeouts, 8 walks. You can't rock those kind of ratios and stay in the bigs. He does have some nice stuff going on in there. I followed him a bit coming up with the Mariners, but he's never been able to piece it all together again. The control is a major issue when he gets forced in the zone because he's a bit wild. The bad contact is there to follow. 52 fly ball, 52 hard hit, 14 barrel is why he's giving up three home runs per nine. I mean, that's just not palatable. You can have all the wonderful, you know, underpinnings that you want if you're going to lack that much control and be forced inside the zone that much where you work up in the zone. Let's explain that just a touch. So right He's a killing him this season. 364 BA, a 577 Woba. They've hit four of the five home runs. Again, the problem, as usual, is bad fastball, or at least an overused fastball. So 46 use, 751 X slug, 29 whiff. Now, that's really interesting. Okay, let's dive into it again. Part of the nuance and the context that you get here. At Cork Stats, again, I really think it's important if we're going to be playing DFS and daily player props to really get as granular as you can, right? It's 1v1 batter v pitcher. We don't want to cast too wide of a net. We want to be granular. We want the detail. So 46 use on a fastball, we know it is way too high. Even if your fastball is really good, fast forward to the back end of my triple slash, 29 whiff. That's excellent. 29 whiff, I don't I need to look at the leaderboard to tell you. That's one of the higher whiff rates on a four seam you're going to get. But the problem is, because of the usage and the missing, because he's working up in the zone, right? 92 miles an hour on velocity is good, but it's not great. 16 inches of vertical ride, that's the main problem. It's actually in between 16 and 17. That's the big issue, and he works up in the zone. Now remember, more vertical ride is bad. We don't want the ball dropping into the zone, because what's happening is Dunn is trying to work up. That's where he throws his fastballs. It sinks down into the heart. And remember, steep in, steep out. Batters are squaring up a pitch with a steep vertical attack angle, and they're sending it into the seat. So... There's some major issues here, and I think Philadelphia is going to feast on that fastball from Dunn. Give me Castellanos. Last 30 plate appearance against righties. Our triple slash, remember, BA, ISO, OPS. ISO's extra base hits. OPS includes walks, which don't count for total base props. That's why we're doing what we do. 400, 267, 1067. Castellanos is awesome. He's coming off the downslide of a really tough kind of first half. He's really, really good. Expect him to close strong. Two doubles, two home runs. In that span, and again, we want to be looking at hitters against right-handed fastballs. If we know we're going to see it 46% of the time, we could sit on that against right-handed fastballs year-to-date. Castellano, 65 hard hit, 19 barrel, 12% blast, nearly 400x Woba. Checking all the boxes, look for Casti to do some damage. Paisan in the house. Then over to Gene Segura, last 23 plate appearance against righties. Remember, he's coming off the IL Took a little bit, got going, and now he's doing this thing. 400 BA, 150 ISO, 1028 OPS. He's also done very well against fastballs from righties. 80 contact, 58 hard hit, 12 barrel. Let's take a stop real quick and talk about the application here and why we use all these statistics. It's kind of to tell the story. Sigour is a perfect example. 
High line of placement, which is good. High batting average, which is good. Low ISO. So what does that mean? It doesn't mean it's no, not good. We just wouldn't play him for a total base prop, let's say. We also likely wouldn't chase him up over $5 for jock markets. I think once you hit that $5 threshold, you're looking for more than just contact and base hits and even a run score or two. You're looking for some power. So, again, application is always at the center of it. I can tell you what hitters to play, but if you're putting it in the wrong game, you're going to lose. And if you're putting them in the right place and know when to kind of push and pull on these things, that's always going to be the difference. As good as the model is, it doesn't understand, right, exactly where to go. That's what we have to do as humans or me on my end, as close to a human as I can be. Then my boy, JT Realmuto, speaking of another really great hitter that just wasn't hitting well. Maybe he's healthy now, maybe just sine wave like i talk about all the time it's not to explain away these things but trends are real things happen in ebbs and flow so jtr just looks excellent lately the last 25 plate appearance against righty 500 350 4 doubles and a home run that's ridiculous 35 percent extra base hit rate he has been excellent and he's killing fastballs on the year also so remember sometimes there's strong underpinnings even within a weak macro that's again an attack metric for sure 59 hard hit 16 barrel 12 blast again remember people were moving back towards the mush ball humidor having a negative effect we just posted a record low for the month of august as far as OPS in the AL, that's bad. So we want to be looking for blasts greater than sign. Barrels are the ideal subset of barrels. Remember, we're going to be start seeing, you'll see the barrel trackers on social media. Follow them and you'll see barrel, XBA, 7,000, you know, and out. And they're all like that. And that's been the case. It's because of the mush ball. Tighten the parameters. Look for blasts instead of barrels. You'll see a much better output. So GTR doing that. He's looked really good. Also, one name that did ring up, he just didn't make the top three here, is Hoskins. Now, he's been, like, beyond poor lately. I think he has a... I don't even know if it's like a 500 OPS is like 50 plate appearance. It's just awful. Right, so again, this is where we'd be bucking up against the system where generally people are avoiding L7s, L14s, L30s that look like that. Hoskins destroys fastballs. So just keep an eye on that. He has hit eight home runs against right-handed four-seamers this year. So Hoskins is a price-dependent jock market play and a prop for a home run. All right, second one. It's the Let's Go Mets Go. How do you like that image there? That one is for my buddies there. I got a lot of Met friend frenzy. World champion stamp there on the Met logo. I love I love playing around with these imagery, man. You notice I snuck in the Brooklyn Dodger thing when the Dodgers come up. All right, enough of that. We're going up against Feltner and the Rockies. He's a 5.88 ERA, 1.4 whip, 8.14 OPS. All the attack metrics in place, but we popped the hood anyway. Expected ERA, deserved ERA, both north 5, 12, K minus walk, which is meh. 30-0 swing, which is meh. I really have him marked as J-A-G. That's kind of just a guy. Really that kind of average, right? You're putting in like replacement level stuff. However, when he misses, the contact's really poor. 45 hard hit, 10 barrel, equals that 360 expected Woba and more than one and a half home runs per nine. So it's really not great. We dive in a little bit further. It's lefties and righties have a minimum 261 BA, minimum 800 OPS, minimum four home runs. Really a control issue for Feltner. He misses in the heart often. His four-seamer, again, at the center of it, 44 use, nearly 600 X-slug, 20 whiff. So, see, he does get the whiffs. A lot of time, I think, maybe that's why, excuse me, pitchers force it. Because they do get swings and misses. But if you're going to work up in the zone and you don't have the dominating speed with the poor diagnostics, again, Feltner with a 17 inches of vertical ride. It's not any good. It's way too steep. 
So what ends up happening is again when they when he, he aims up in the zone, that attack angle brings it. You know, he's aiming out of the zone or on the edge, and that 17 inches brings it into a sweet spot where hitters are looking to cover the top third, and that's where it's ending up. And you know, think back to Bieber a couple of years ago where pitchers can be excellent, but working up in the zone is a function. You're going to get a home runs at Shea. Solo shots, home runs are going to be a function of working up in the zone. Bieber and Felter, two different pitchers. So again, I think the Mets are going to do damage today. Um, excuse me one second. All right, we are looking for Starling Marte. Last two weeks, 45 plate appearance against righties. 381, 238, 1048. He's been excellent. Four doubles and two home runs. He's killing right-handed fastballs on the year. 81 contact, 50 hard hit. 17 barrel, 13 blast, 6. Shamalama, ding-dong, Starling Marte when he's healthy, doing work right now for the let's goes then we want mark kanya yes it's that it's that n n yay there i think he's portuguese i think i heard so gotcha finally i said kana a million times but hey man we got it right on the million and first maybe that's all that matters last three weeks for kanya he's been excellent 33 plate appearance against righties 346 385 12 16 four doubles and two homers gotta love kanya today he's gonna be cheap in jock market he's gonna be cheap in dfs definite circle here so kanya is funny even the low line of placement probably eliminates him for some kind of total base prop or base hit parlay however remember application 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 in DFS, DraftKings, FanDuel, Standard, DFS, where you need a lineup and you need pieces, cheap pieces at the four. And that's always the most important thing for jock market. Maybe more even important than our own projections is the price. Because the lowered price just opens up the door. Like, a lowered price is almost equivalent to a higher projection. And they work in unison. And since the prices are not set, because jock market's a free market and has a true price-finding mechanism... You have to make these decisions real time again. I think that's why we do so well, and more so in football because narratives and people just drive football nuts. I mean, because people have the whole week to stew on it, so their narratives are really ingrained. They only got one shot at it, and they really push hard. Watch, you're going to see we kick the market's teeth in in football. It's like it's almost it's almost unfair. All right, and then my boy Pete Alonso. This is another one here. Okay, like I wrote, it's in big block letters in my notes. Rough last thirty days. I think it's like a five hundred OPS in last hundred plate appearance. It's been really rough for. A Alonzo, but my boy just destroys fastballs. That's what he does, man. 80 contact. That's not a power hitter. So, 80 contact, 52 hard hit, 18 barrel, 14 blast, a plus 400 expected roll button, seven home runs. So, just keep an eye on it. I wouldn't pay up for Alonzo, but sometimes guys like him, when they go into these more downslides, people are a bit reticent to pay up for him. Jock market, sometimes the name value does bring up the price. DraftKings, those prices are stagnant, and people might get away from them. So, again, application, application, application. And uh, last thing, the home runs. Uh, home run pricing right now is wrong. Don't take home runs. We've seen the degradation in offense, but they don't move the price in our favor, right? They did, oh, they managed, oh, they remembered to lower the price when home runs started flying out the park, but not that they're staying in the park. These home run props are 
are no good. I'm sorry, people. They're no good. They're just not worth it. You might as well go for total bases, and that way when the ball, your home run ball, dies and hits the wall, at least you get your two bags, and I'll see you at the window. Last up, give me the Astros going up against Chris Archer. I swear, man, a bow and arrow. This guy's killing me all the time, but lately we've been eating, and I think we continue to feast today. Check it out. 402 ERA 126 with a 667 OPS for Archer. I can't believe this. How is this possible? How does this guy have a 670 OPS? He's not any good. The fifth in the Sierra north of 4.5 20% K is not bad but the 11% walk rate always at the center of this guy's issues he doesn't get ahead first strike rate down below 50 he doesn't induce chases that number down below 27 and then he gives up a 10% bow rate with a 44 hard hit rate and that's only led to less than one home run per nine I ain't buying it I say that's a fugazi a fugazi how do you know it's a fugazi looked at it for two seconds a little Don the jeweler for you right there how about this man it's been a tale of two seasons for this guy first 15 games started 308 ERA 126 whip for Archer, and of course, we lost a few times. I don't know how he managed to wiggle out of it. Guys walking five, six guys in a start. Last six games back to earth. 625 ERA for the Bowman. Low batting averages, yes, that's true. I know the split work is going to be really tough here, but the batting average is solo because he walks so many guys, right? So, again, keep that in mind. It's going to hurt you a little bit, so we need very high contact rates if you're going up against Archer, throws a fastball too much, 36 use, 550 X slug. So there is there is power to be had there. He's allowed a, That allows a 333 batting average of five home runs. So we want to look for Alex Bregman, last 30 days, my dude looking like the MVP again, that MVP of years of yore. I was buying it this year. Hopefully he carries me to underdog glory. And people are off Bregman. I think he's very good. I thought it was an injury thing. He mentioned a couple of things that got cleaned up in the offseason. All right, last 80 play appearances against righties, 361, 376, 10, 72, 37.5%. Bam, baby, with four home runs and ten doubles. Bregman is a double machine. Give me Kyle Tucker, last 30 days, 77 played appearance against righties, 83 contact, 53 hard hit, double-digit barrel, a 406 batting average, 270 ISO, 1025 OPS, three doubles and six home runs. Kyle Tucker finishing strong as well. And then Jose Altuve, the little man, always doing his thing, lots of contact, 308 BA, 270 ISO, 977 OPS. He's always really expensive at DraftKings. He's a player that sometimes falls in jock market. I think people are often looking for power, and I did mention that. So it's, that's going to be price-dependent, as always, beating the dead horse. Ray Ray Falls right on that line, whether or not you want to pay for it, because, again, you're not expecting much power. He will come out with a ding-dong every once in a while, but it's not going for betting Altuve to hit home runs. So that's the stack attack. Give me the Phillies. Give me the Mets. Give me the Astros. And the first pillar of profit. Here we go. On over to the fantasy end. Now, this... Image is much better than any of the work I can do right now. We only have a couple minutes. It's just not worth trying to go nuts on every guy. What I will say is this. For the audio-only listeners, make sure you hop on over to Twitter at MLB Moving Averages. Grab the image. Boop, one, two, three. Just grab it. You have it on your own. You can look at it without having to listen to me. Or you can jump over to YouTube and screenshot it while you're there. Press that like button. Hopefully I own, earned it. I should have asked for it while I was dropping some of those nuclear pitching bombs in the last one. But sometimes I get ahead of myself. Eh, whatever. What can you do? If you do really want to thank us for the hard work we've put in, five-star review for the audio pod is the nut hand. You know, it's the number one thing you do. I, I like to think we'll be back next season, but I don't know for sure. You know, nothing is guaranteed. And the best way to do it, you know, if you want to, your vote. You know, for me and Cork Stats next year is 
a five-star review. You mentioned us by name and how awesome it is and how maybe it's helped you. And believe it or not, that's how you could do it. The show is free for you, five minutes of your time. I'm not saying that's not worth nothing, but it might have been worth, especially if you're a daily listener. All right, so you get an ad here at 10, 12, and 15 team leagues. We're going to just work around the board. The one thing I made sure to check was playing time. I think that's the most important thing, especially the bottom row, 15 teams. you got to have guys that are playing something I've noticed that has made me a much better player, which is going to sound very stupid. For a long time, I was starting guys that weren't playing. They weren't injured. They don't have the designation. And you say, okay, you know, a guy like uh, Derek Hall in the Phillies just got sent down. But before he got sent down, guy wasn't playing. You know, Bobby Dalback, another one. You could be looking at stats. Say, oh, he's hitting the ball hard. Yeah, he strikes out a ton. Now, maybe he's not a great example. There were points where he was, though, lighting up the leaderboard, starting to play. Then they pull the rug on you. So make sure everybody's checking this. Best place, fan graphs, homepage, roster, resource, main tab, down to lineup tracker. Amazing. Much better job than I can do. All right, behind the plate, Shea Langoliers for Oakland, Nick Fortes for Miami, Sebi Savala for the White Sox. If you need a catcher in 15-team leagues, this is not the right week. That's why it's so important. I'm always upgrading throughout the year. That's why I have Cal Raleigh, Nick Fortes everywhere. You know, it was even Bethancourt earlier on in the season when we lost Stevenson, picking up Jonah Heim early on. That's why this kind of work really matters, people. If, again, if you're a fantasy head, I think the five minutes here is excellent. Over to first base, Manessis for Washington getting run every day. They're just starting to roll out there. Other guys, guess what? Now they're starting to win. Go figure. Harold Ramirez is back for the Rays. Gavin Sheets starting to get some run for the White Sox, but it looks more like a right-handed platoon split. So it's a heavy split, so it's viable. Keep an eye on other replacements. Second base, Grissom for the Braves. This kid is just awesome. They seem to just manufacture these ridiculous good prospects. Nick Magical up for the Cubs, leading off every day, right? They've they've been okay kind of shifting players around. So get with Magical. He's probably 12-team viable if you need an MI or, you know, second and third U, let's say. To David Fletcher in L.A., very hard to recommend this guy, but he is leading off for the Angels. You're going to get some batting average. You'll probably get some runs, but you need to be looking to replace him as soon as you hit him. Over to shortstop, Jorge Mateo. I know people bash him because there are holes in profile, but if you're going to hit home runs, you're going to steal bases, you're going to be viable in Roto. That's just what it is. To Rodolfo Castro for the Pittsburgh Pirates. He's got the shortstop in third eligibility, which I like because that's C-I-M-I-U. He's a really good bench bat. He's batting like fourth or fifth a lot of days, and he's playing every day too. Oh, man, I'm going to butcher this team. I Vargas, sorry. I had it written down. I lost it. But Vargas for Washington, another part of that new... You know, the young blood's coming up. They're going to give everyone a whirl, and he's hitting, and he's batting in the middle of the lineup. So you could do worse alone. I don't know. It's a tough run right now, but if you're looking for sticks, you can need guys that are playing. Some of them turn into Montero in Colorado. Now, he looks like an every week, an every week starter. We've added him everywhere before he was really even a thing. So let's get over to third base. Emmanuel Rivera for the Diamondbacks, right? After that trade, he's been excellent. I think he's viable in almost every format. Third base is a tough position. Again, to Castro, who I think is 12-team viable if you're in a deeper format. You know, those kind of five outfielder deep formats, W, M-I-C-I formats, where the wire is stressed for playing time. And then Donovan Solano, who, again, you're not going to get a ton, but he's hitting in the middle of the Cincinnati lineup, and I think on weeks when they're home, he's viable as a streamer. Into the outfield we go, my boy Lars Newtbar. You're welcome if you added him when we first recommended it. He has been fantastic. Leading off the Cardinals, hit a home run again yesterday. He has been phenomenal. Thank you, Mr. Newtbar. Robbie Grossman took over for Ozuna in Atlanta. He's been great as well. We know he has got power and speed. He also had such a bad first half. Sign wave speaketh to us. Jake Fraley for the Reds. Fran Mill Reyes for the Cubs. Both of them, if you need a little bit of power playing every day, you know, 
both probably pretty good hitters. I think maybe just really needed an opportunity. Reyes looks like a new environment candidate. Over to the right side, these are your more deeper league. Deep 12s, deep 15s. Brian Anderson, Jose Siri, Ben Gamble, and Sam Haggerty. Haggerty's been up and down with like a shoulder, but he pinch hit, like he missed, a, he didn't start because of his shoulder. He pinch hit that game, pinch ran and stole a base. Played the next day, then was out again. So just keep an eye on Haggerty. The reason I mentioned him, because stolen bases are really important. And a guy that could quite literally steal 10 bases in a month is a difference between winning and losing a lot. Go look at your tight roto standings in steals. And he was playing every day. So uh, Seattle likes to stretch it. They like the defense. Just keep an eye on him. He's not like a ghost smash Sam Haggerty. But if it turns out that the shoulder is okay, he's somebody we're definitely going to want down the stretch if he needs speed. All right, let's get into the hill on the bump. Mike Soroka on his way back. If he's out there, Adam, Matt Manning, you're welcome. Another one of the big pitching hits that we've had here at Cork Stat so far. He started lighting up the leaderboard. We knew the pedigree was there. So we added him cheap, and now he looks awesome getting swings and misses as well. He's on the leaderboard I mentioned yesterday. Kate Cavalli going to get a start Friday, I believe, for Washington. If he's not added, good speculative ad right there. You never know what we're going to get. I generally don't expect a lot from rookies to start. I generally wait for someone else to overpay for them, for them to stink, for them to get dropped, and then I pick them up. Justin Steele, another winner here. We have been running him out there all year in spot starts. He's been excellent for us. Ranger Suarez, we saw the change in pitch mix. He looks excellent for the Phillies. He is viable. This one's a bit more of a deep stash. Tucker Davidson, we know he has the prospect showing for Atlanta. He's had a really rough go thus far. But again, this is one of those like up and down prospect growth not being linear. Don't get married to the old statistics with Davidson. They really, really like him. Although I think I'm a dummy and I think I put Atlanta when he got moved from Atlanta, so I'm sorry about that. But it's still Tyler uh, Tucker Davidson with some prospect shine. I'm going to try and correct that, sorry, before I put it out on Twitter. Um, to the Yankees, Jonathan Luizaga, Johnny Lasagna, baby. Anybody named Johnny Lasagna, you can kind of get with. He got the save for the Yankees. Remember, Chapman's been a roller coaster ride. Luizaga's healthy. Holmes is down. You could be big, man. You could be talking about the Yankee closer. People don't realize he's the dude. If you have any drift holes, make sure you're rolling out there. Yankee closer, very, very, very valuable piece in fantasy. And then last up, Brandon Hughes for the Cubs. He's been getting work in the Chicago bullpen. David Robinson, right, has been bad. So that's somewhere where you might be able to to look. Um, and I'm sorry, I said Robinson again, all the trades. Remember, it's Rowan Wick. Rowan Wick blew a save on Saturday, took the loss on Sunday. Hughes came in, got the save Friday and Tuesday. Wick back in for the win, but I think it was a huge thing for Hughes. So just keep an eye on Hughes for the Cubs. Again, I tend to get my saves in spurts like this, like you saw that. You know, Well, now Finnegan looks like a huge closer. I can't believe it. I got another thank you. We picked him up. Also, although I have to take a, an L because I dropped him in a couple spots that week when he looked like he was getting supplanted by Edwards. He lost two games. Edwards got two saves, and now the teams that still have Finnegan are really happy. All right. Hopefully um, that'll get you going again. If you have any other questions, players, start sick questions, don't be afraid. Hit me up on Twitter. I'll try and get to you best I can. Let's turn the corner on some bets here. All right, start with the base hit parlay. We've worked out both of these guys already. Give me Starling Marte. Give me 
Alex Bregman, both just both doing work. Remember, Marte, 381 batting average, 240 ISO, 1048 OPS list, 45 plate appearance against righties, four doubles, two home runs. He is just killing right-handed fastball, 17 barrels, six home runs. Give me all the Marte and then my boy Bregman, again, looking like the MVP of yesteryear, 361 BA, 376 ISO last 30 days. That's 80 plate appearances against righties. He's got four homers and 10 doubles. I think we get this one nice and easy. Again, trying not to be greedy. The odds for total base props were a bit low although i think i like the hybrid play it becomes too difficult to list all this stuff but if you're a cork stats crew member you know exactly what i'm talking about take a certain amount of r put it on this parlay take a remainder of r and mix it up between total base props and that's a good way to kind of open the door to a progressive hit a lot of times you'll notice these guys do take off we noticed it yesterday we got the two hits but new bars was a home run so if you had the total base you know 20.2 u or 0.15 u on the new bar total base props that'll kind of help you bust, boost up that ROI again. You know, it's always been at the four of this. I can't, just can't fiddle the stuff out of my betting sheet. It looks like a phone book, you know, by the time we're done. And then let's wrap it up with a little donkey action, a little bunny line parlay. Again, these, I don't know, I don't know there's a major pushback in the industry about these. I, like I joke that it's a donkey play, but I think there's a mathematical basis for it. Let's do it just really quick. Essentially, if these teams ring as a money line, part of money line parlay, they're viable as a run line. The issue with the run lines is those odds are not in the positive. Those are in the negative. Those are favorites. So if we play them both as run lines with an equal risk and we only hit one of two, we lose. So therefore, in order to profit, you have to hit two of two. Well, that kind of sounds like a parlay without needing the greedy run line cover. So yes, the payoff would be better, but why take the extra risk with the extra greed? That's the part I don't understand. In particular, when you get these money line parlays where the odds add up to over 100, like today's at plus 144. So two days ago we hit. Yesterday we lost, again, needing both outcomes to win. But we're in the black. So if that was a run line thing, you wouldn't be in the black. So again, I, I I don't know. If someone's got, if I'm missing something, please let me know. You know I'm very quick to take an L. I have put some thought into this, and I'm not like, bet money line parlays. You know, that's the way to do it. But we got Blue Jays. We got Astros at plus 144. I, the model is ringing, and I got the stats to back it. I'm saying, let's go get it, people. So... Toronto is Gaussman versus Carter Crawford. Gaussman's been awesome. 299 ERA, 124 whip. Just popping off the page. He's been so very good. The FIP is at 2. Deserved ERA, 3.5. Only a 4% walk rate. You know, we'd love that. 24% K minus walk, 64% first strike. Just really, really all the things we like to sink our teeth into. The 3% blast rate, half of a home run per nine. And on the flip side, Carter Crawford, the ERA is north of five. He lives in his zone too much, which allows a lot of fly balls. 46 fly ball, 37 hard hit is why you're getting more than one and a half home runs per nine. And he's really struggled in particular against lefties. I know both uh, Toronto not the biggest left-handed team, but I have noticed they'll push a couple of those guys up to the front of the lineup. I just think he is struggling. His fastball is not any good. And then on the other side, we mentioned Chris Archer and his struggles. The plus six ERA last five games, I think he's starting to get exposed against Luis Garcia, who's been excellent. The 409 ERA 118 whip on the season, but he's been a lot better as of late. You know, FIP last 40 days down Below four, and he's also 
been very good against righty, something that you have to look at with the Twins that are very heavily right-handed offense. He's a 650 OPS to righties on the year, sub 2% blast rate. So I have liked Luis Garcia, and again, he's looked a lot better as of late. Careful with the season stats. So give me the Blue Jays. Give me them Strohs at plus 144 money line parlay. And then a base hit parlay, Starling Marte and Alex Bregman at plus 100. And that will do it. We are down... That's it, guys and girls out there. Just a handful of shows left, literally. So rate, review, and subscribe to the audio-only pod. The five-star review is the biggest thank you you can get. Get up in the comments on YouTube. I do my best to get to them. Hit me up on Twitter. I do my best to get to them. And enjoy your games. Enjoy the day. When we're done with the book, enjoy that pay. Please make sure to download the Jock Market app. Again, the more registrations with MMN that we get, the biggest thank yous you know, that you can give to us, which is the biggest thank yous that we can give to them. And then hopefully you're making money on the free promo and then it's kind of becomes like this circular thing, right? One hand kind of washing the other. You know, I understand I've actually done quite a bit of asking of you today, but we're really at the very end. I try not to beg for the likes and beg for that, you know, interaction. When we started the season, when it became important is when I started to ask and everyone res- responded. You know, I sounded the clacks and and everybody... Respond! It's so flattering the way the DMs exploded. I felt I tend to have a lot of listeners that don't like their business out in public, which I, I guess it kind of rolls with my personality a little bit. But which I get. But I, we do see you and we do appreciate you. You're tagging us and tweeting at us. So thanks so much. That'll do it. And remember, when you work this hard, it feels a lot less like luck. Bet your bottom dollar on that one. And I catch you on the flip side, everybody. Keep an eye out for the Mayo Media next. That football show is going to rock and roll. And if you're into football betting. That value, cost per point analysis I've been doing is awesome, man. Check out the Patty Mayo Experience podcast also. Check that bad boy out. It features me. We talk a lot of football, and hopefully that'll sell you on my football work going forward. All right, yo, man. That's enough of me. Peace. <laughs>